Welcome to Jurassic World. Welcome to the Jurassic World Minute, where we visit Jurassic World one minute at a time. We do hope you enjoy your stay on Isla Nublar. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And today we're here to discuss Minute 6 of Jurassic World. Before we get to that, David, jumping over to Jurassic-pedia.com. Uh, we mentioned it last minute, but uh, we have the Fairy Terminal, or uh, Fairy Disembarking Area, <laughs> Harbour, whatever um, you want to call uh, it. Dock. <laughs> dock, that's what, yeah, that'll do too. Um, as seen in this uh, this uh, section of the film, we assume this is the same area in the South of the Island that's mentioned later where the cruise ships are going to be coming to pick up the guests uh, to leave the island. Unfortunately, we don't see that. Uh, yeah, but um, a good little ride up here by uh, Sickle Claw on the uh, ferry landing. Well, yeah, this was actually, I think, one of the... Um... Oahu filming locations, and so this was one of those locations that they set up on, I think, some dock on, in Honolulu or something like that, mm. and basically filmed everybody disembarking and with a bunch of flags and stuff. Yeah, I do remember from marketing that sort of leading into the, a lot of behind the stuff that was coming out for Jurassic World was them pretty much taking those Isla Nublar and Jurassic World flags and planting him all over the place on the dock here. Later when we see him sort of leaving the dock and going up to the monorail. Plus there's a lot of the other areas, the, the uh, marina, or the marine animal area and all that sort of stuff as well. So yeah, for that uh, little write-up on the ferry landing and uh, other stuff for Jurassic World, head over to jurassic-pedia.com. I'm so jealous. You're going to have so much fun. I love you. love you too. All right, Dave, ready to get into minute six? Yeah. As we enter minute 5 of Jurassic World, this Nubla ferry had docked at the island and all the guests were disembarking at the ferry terminal. As we open on minute 6, a recorded voice says, Welcome to Jurassic World, and we hope you enjoy your stay here. Gray and Zack walk amongst the tourists and notice a woman holding an iPad with their names on it. Gray asks, Where's Aunt Claire? At the 12 second mark, the boys walk up to the woman as the camera pans up to reveal a mighty fine looking monorail station. At the 23 second mark we cut inside the monorail as Jurassic Park theme begins to play. Zach's got his feet on the seats and behind him Zara's reading Dr. Ian Malcolm's book. At the 33 second mark after the mention of the Jurassic World main gates 
Gray gets up and runs to the front of the train. A recording says they were reclaimed from an original park over 20 years ago. At the 41 second mark, the gates open as the monorail passes through into Jurassic World. At the 45 second mark, we're at the Isla Nublar Hilton as Gray runs from the monorail and through the front doors, amazed by what he can see. As Zack and Zara catch up, she tells Zack that her aunt agreed to meet him at one o'clock and if Gray can slow down. They continue forward into the Hilton and he says, nope. And as the minute ends, Gray's riding the escalator up to the second floor, yelling back at them, come on. Scene one here, we get a continuation from last minute with everyone disembarking the ferry and we get the recorded message continuing. We hope you have a safe and enjoyable stay with us. Um, <laughs> yes. Yep. As recording is playing, we see Gray and Zach stop while we, uh, the rest of the guests continue on, and we get a shot from their POV as a woman wearing black, uh, wearing large black sunglasses, standing there a little ahead of them. With what I heard, thought was like a little chalkboard or something with their names on it or a sign, but uh, it's actually a tablet with uh, Zach and Gray's name on it. Mentioned in the uh, the novelisation there that it's a tablet. Oh, that's fancy. Hmm. Yeah. I always thought it was like a sign. It was like one of those pushpin signs where you just put the put the letters in, like, or even a chalkboard or something. Like, like you see, um, people who pick people up from the airport having. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume. And we'll get to it later when they're doing the tour of the VIPs, but I don't think they would be coming via ferry, so it's probably... I don't know how many times Zara or anyone else would be at the ferry waiting for uh, people to turn up, unless there are more higher-paid guests still coming by ferry. Well, they are supposed to be preferred customers, I suppose, because, remember, Claire gets them the um, VIP, those Uber VIP passes that get them fast pass to all the rides and everything. <laughs> well, the, yeah, that's the, Claire's gone and done all that for the for the, the boys, got them there and probably paid their tickets to go there and everything else, but still had them come cattle, cattle class with everyone else <laughs> and not by helicopter. No, no, only, only the uh, CEO gets to come by helicopter. <laughs> Uh, well, he's flying it, so <laughs> that, that, that helps as well. <laughs> but uh, Gray looked dis- disappointed and um, asked where's Aunt Claire, and without any words, they continue forward with the crowd and stop in front of the woman as we sort of pan up and get a fantastic look at that uh, monorail station up on the cliffs and the massive line of tourists sort of snaking their way right up to the dock, uh, from the dock up to it where the boys are, and there's a lot more people here than what have been would have been on that ferry. You can only assume there's probably a second ferry that's just unloaded or something yeah. for the morning the morning guests arriving on the island because there's hundreds of people here. But uh, that's when we cut the scene to inside the monorail itself and we get that drastic theme start to play here. As the monorail's moving along, Zach's got his feet up on the seat in front of him, typical teenager, and <laughs> both kids are sort of sitting together um, and Zara's on the, the chair behind him. And we get our first uh, Dr. Malcolm book that I've never sort of real I never noticed in the film. A lot of the time I watch this on my iPad, so resolution size and that you don't really see Malcolm's head on the uh, the back of the book there. But yeah, it is honestly a very blink and you miss it thing, you know. And I think mm-hmm. it's Zara reading it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's sort of weird how she's yeah. holding up between Zach and Gray's head as well. It's like 
clearly trying to show or have a look at this book. Um, <laughs> but then on the moving on the moving monorail too, if you got the book down in your lap, you might be more inclined to be sick, <laughs> car sick or something from the movement. If at least if it's up like this, you're sort of up looking looking up and uh, seeing the the vegetation that flashed by out of the corner of your eye anyway. But um, it also looks like uh, like one of the production or character shots from the Lost World too. It does, doesn't um, it? Mm, which I thought was interesting. You'd think that... Uh, well, I suppose we don't really get a lot of info on that book. It must be uh, something in release just post The Lost World. What's the title? It's God Creates Dinosaurs or something, the title, isn't it? I, I thought it was Edge of Chaos or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I probably should have looked into it more. <laughs> uh, luck of the internet at our fingertips. It is God Creates Dinosaurs, yes. Yep. So you only assume that that's sort of coming out in the following year after the uh, San Diego incident, mm-hmm. and that's why we got the the Malcolm looking as he does there, and not what he does next film. Yeah, and I mean, even looking at some of the um, images of it online here, you can clearly tell that it's. I mean, he's even wearing the costuming that he's that he wore in the Lost World. It's clearly a shot that they had done from or they had took during the promotion for the film back in 1997, and they just took it on the back of the cover here. And and probably just um, removed the velociraptor that was beside him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or even cropped it out. Yeah, yeah. But we get an announcement over the PA. Um, for those of you in the front of the train, you should be able to see our main gates built with re- uh, reclaimed wood from the original park over 20 years ago. So obviously this sort of shows that people know about the original Jurassic Park, at least in some parts. Uh, We're going to get with what we get with Lowry later, but the general community seems to know that Jurassic Park was at least a thing originally. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing is is that we know that, and this is he probably covered a lot of it in his book, was that Ian Malcolm went went public after the... um, Incident in Jurassic Park when he discovered the engine was trying to cover up the deaths. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Which again, if, if Jurassic Park's out there, knowledge how they even get allowed to rebuild, mm. they must have had some good safety people and someone insurance company that wanted to back them. Well, I think that's actually covered in. Um, I think one of the DGP uh, Dino Production Group history files where the, they discovered that Masrani had um, been basically bribing and lobbying Congress to relax restrictions on dinosaur cloning and eventually was able to get the entire um, Gene Guard Act uh, basically nullified so that they could build the island here. Mm, yes. Yep. And supposedly <laughs> go back to experimenting on sauna. <laughs> yeah. But uh, after the announcement, Grace, he's sort of making his way to the front of the train as we cut outside to see those main gates opening and the monorail go through it. One of the big trailer scenes, one of the big teaser scenes, and one that I really love to see come back for the Fallen Kingdom teasers with uh, the monorail laying in complete destruction and these gates destroyed as well. Yeah. The interesting thing, though, is that it actually makes the same sound as the gates opening from the first movie. Uh, I'd, I'd love to know what sort of reclaimed timber after 30 or 25 years in the uh, in the tropics would be reused here. Okay, if the big gates were hardwood and 
stained and all that sort of stuff, then there might be some materials here, but it's not the same. It's They're a lot smaller than what those gates were. I, I question their placement here as the visitors entering, entering the... Uh, sort of visitor compound and not so much the uh, the park where the animals are mm-hmm. even though sort of the park's more integrated with visitor facilities unlike Jurassic Park where visitor centre and compound were here and then you go out into the park and that's where you got the gates. It'd be like the uh, the gates being after you got off the helicopter in Jurassic Park and mm-hmm. those perimeter gates. Well I believe that the gates themselves here are, um, I think it's the I think that what they reclaimed was... Well, another thing to remember is that it's not 25 years later when the park originally opened. It was more like, yeah. I think, 10 or 15 years later. And even then, they, there was... I mean, I think that they... Remember in The Lost World, it says that they deconstructed it. So Engine probably had them like in storage or something. Some, mm-hmm. In some warehouse. Yeah. And so... They probably just pulled them out, gave them a fresh coat of paint, and stuck them on a new new set of uh, hinges. And I wouldn't say the doors are really that more um, that more over or that undersized. I mean, I'd say they're about the same size. In fact, it's just that I think that it looks like they kind of recarved the top there, so they're not they're not the same shape, you know. Yeah, well, I think the other thing I'm not uh, mentioning here too is the fact that the monorail's up off the ground, not down where the explorers were. True. Um, yeah. So, and, and you know, the perspective here, you're only sort of looking from that trackway up where mm-hmm. there's probably a good five or ten meters below the trackway of gate as well, and they've just cut the the grooves in the in the gates for mm-hmm. the the trackway to go through. Yeah. I believe that the shot was actually meant to be practical <laughs> in the original. Um, movie or in the movie originally but they decided to change it to um a cgi shot because they didn't like how it looked i guess that was going to be the next thing i remember when the teaser came out and a lot of fans were or had issues with the fact that the gates looked very cg and the one thing you'd think they'd spend money on some sort of practical effect would be the gates mm-hmm. and then we did see imi- uh, that image later which it looked like a miniature didn't it, it was it was it was what Peter Jackson would call a bigature because yeah. it's like 10 feet tall. It's not life-size, but it's not <laughs> small either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Lego gates. <laughs> yeah. But as you said, yeah, the, originally they uh, they shot it shot it uh, practically but didn't like the way it looked, so it went digitally, and a lot of fans didn't like that when the teaser came out. But I think it's all water under the bridge now. Mm-hmm. And that's where we cut to scene three, uh, Hotel Hilton. Um, we cut the grey running through a crowd of people, then onto the uh, or into the lobby of the Isanubla Hilton, or mm-hmm. the Hawaiian Convention or exhi- <laughs> Exhibition Center, uh, or the Sydney Airport from Lost. Um, <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of local filming, I'm sure. Hawaii Five O has used this uh, set as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't. It's not RoboCop. I know a couple. Might be Total Recall. There's there's some of those. Uh, 80s films that uh, wanted shots of the future. It might even be Demolition Man. <laughs> it reused it as well because it's a very futuristic looking building with the uh, the pipework and glass. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I do know that um, it was a Total Recall with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep, yep. I do know that one used a um, 
a hotel lobby for um, like the lobby or whatever it is, but those futury looking uh, escalators. But I don't know if it was this one or not. Yeah. Yep. I don't think um, it was this one actually, because this it was it was more concrete and all that. This is more glass and steel. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Realtors have a, a long list over on their Facebook page or, or something with uh, what what else it's been used in. But um, we get that Jurassic tune continue to play in the background here as well, and uh, we get a recording in the lobby about guests' attire, shirts and shoes must be worn at all times. Um, Aww, I can't just go to the <laughs> pool with all my fat folds hanging out. <laughs> Well, that must you mustn't access that through the lobby. You probably come down the lifts and go at the back somewhere to access the pool and the gym True. And, True. and everything else. But um, it's just that it's a very American style thing to have the you have the rooms and then you have to go through the lobby to get to the pool area. Yeah. I didn't know that's kind of the main layout in most hotels in America. Well, again, it's hot there too, like in the tropics. Um, you'd think Hawaiian shirts, flip flops, <laughs> all that sort of, all sort of thing, but, um, but it's sort of odd here too. So looking at the ferry dock and now the hotel, just the vast amount of people that are coming into this place, like you can only imagine guest services and reception, how long the lines are here when people start coming in to check in, mm-hmm. um, especially during the summer season, which I'm sure is very busy. Yeah, and it's sort of. Again, it's a lot of the, the running of Jurassic World that we don't really see a lot of. Um, we know there's about 22,000 people there at the moment. How many of them are coming and going daily? How many are staying for two to three days? Mm-hmm. How many there have been for a month? Um, I'm sure they have a busier season. Like I know Florida and uh, California and all those uh, kind of more tourist destinations, Bahamas, uh, Cancun, Mexico, stuff like that have a summer season where people who aren't with who don't have kids at school are able to take vacations or like week two week long vacations and just be go just beach bum you know yeah well you'd imagine school holidays would be massive as well yeah yeah spring break is, it would probably be another big one <laughs> yeah yep spring yep Ooh, i'm gonna see spring break jurassic world <laughs> Well, we get it next minute when they fly it over the park and you see the beaches there. You just imagine them being full. Um, <laughs> full fucking college teenagers. I, I, even with the fences there to keep you the, between you and the Mosasaur, I don't know how, how uh, safe I'd feel swimming in the same Ooh, water as that I thing. I drunk and ride the Mosasaur. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine? I'm sure that happened. I'm That's... sure. I'm sure that happened. It's just one of those things, I mean, you just know how people are, and you know that little fence isn't going to keep people out. The petting zoo. <laughs> people trying to break into the petting zoo at night time and <laughs> riding right, a triceratops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why ACU's no good at bloody keep, keeping animals under containment. They're too busy keeping guests under containment. Well, they are the animals they're keeping under containment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have to... to, The fences aren't there to keep the people safe. The fences are there to keep the animals safe. From the people. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. But also, too, as they're uh, in the lobby here, you can see it. I never realised before, but out the uh, the doors to the lobby, you can see the CGI'd uh, monorail park there. So the monorail brings you directly from the uh, ferry to the Hilton. 
Um, yeah, I never realized that before either, and I, I just noticed that going by the frame-by-frame frame here. In fact, you can see in that first shot with Gray running through the crowd, you can see mountains behind um, behind him and all the guests there. Hmm. As he runs out of the monorail and into the into the um, into the lobby. Yeah, I think the way it's sort of located here behind him, beyond the monorail is the lagoon, and that those mountains are the mountains that are behind the innovation center. Mm-hmm. Um, over there, it's sort of it's tough to work out geography of this place when it's all backplates and CGI. Yeah. We'll get to that more when we get the uh, the overhead. Um, uh, as uh, as Zara and Zach follow Gray into the lobby, she tells Zach they aren't arranged to meet them at one o'clock, and then asks him if Gray can slow down. Also, notice the British accent here, so of course the nanny vibe, or the, the is she the nanny. Uh, oh, I think uh, Claire brings it up uh, with Karen later. She says, "Well, she's British, so they like invent a nanny." <laughs> <laughs> Is is that racist or just insane? I don't know. <laughs> it's probably a lesser form of racism. <laughs> it's anti-national. Or no, it wouldn't be nationalist because nationalist is pride is like extreme pride for your own country. I don't know mm. what it is. Yeah. Ignorant. Probably, yeah, probably. Probably best we don't look into it too far. Mm. <laughs> uh, but uh, as the minute ends, we get a shot. Um, the first part of. Uh, Gray on the escalator, waving his hands, yelling, come on. Uh, very excited to be here and um, very excited to get to his room. Mm-hmm. I'm also noticing that as I'm going by the frame by frame, as uh, Gray runs off, you can see behind him there's a, a above the exit, a um, sign for, for Jurassic Tennis, which mm. if you recall, there was a advertisement for Jurassic Tennis in the first movie during the slideshow and the slides uh, during the lunch scene. Yeah, and from memory from the book, there were tennis courts in that with the, the lodge, the, the visitor lodge in that there mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, also on yeah. Isla Sorna as well, where the uh, <laughs> Carnotaurus famously made their home on the tennis court. I still need to see that in film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 If you sat and have a look at this uh, main lobby, there's the signs everywhere. Like you can see the reception down past. Well, it might be next minute you get a shot past Gray as he's riding the escalator, and you can see down to the reception desk, and there's um, pretty much there's TVs and banners here everywhere with different uh, activities. Yeah. Of, as you would see in a in a motel lobby, hotel mm-hmm. lobby. Going over to novel comparisons, a little bit of catch-up here from minute five because I didn't have anything written down last minute. Um, novel describes uh, hours after they leave the Dane County Airport, the plan lanes in Costa Rica. No mention of connecting flights or the airport they land in, but there's convenient signs directing them to the ferry to Nubla, so it has to be some sort of coastal airport yeah. where you can leave the airport and walk across the street <laughs> and the ferry sit there waiting. <laughs> I recall last minute us looking up the um, airport there and seeing it a, to be another landlocked city that <laughs> seemed to have been either moved to the coast. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, that all uh, adds to the... Uh, transportation issues to uh, Isla Nubla, but uh, we have the uh, the island weight question is still there, however great talking about the animals uh, on the island isn't, it's the fact that he's bouncing around with excitement that makes uh, Zach move away from him, 
when the girls are looking up at him. Uh, we also get an introduction to the island. In the distance, the island rose out of the sea. It had mountains that looked like they might have once been volcanoes, and it was green, covered in dense jungle, where we know from Kauai and that the jungle, the mountains aren't covered in jungle. They're just green because of the uh, the grasses and that they're growing them. Mm-hmm. The jungle's down on the floor, but... Interesting still, though, because that seems more like the description of the exhibition when we uh, when you go on the so the um, quote unquote ferry while they're loading guests into the uh, exhibit, they kind of get like this ferry uh, or this ferry experience where an officer comes onto the screen, tells you about Jurassic World and the history, and you see this uh, the island slowly rise out of the distance and it looks like that is a bunch of mountains that look like they used to be volcanoes mm. whereas in the film it's just this giant green wall of the Napali coast on Kauai. well yeah and it's sort of it's reminisces a lot up to of uh the introduction to sauna we see in the novel with uh, mm-hmm. sarah on the boat of just over the waves the dark shape of the island taking form mm-hmm as the boat rises and sinks over the waves and versus um the description in of Isla Nublar in the first novel where it's kind of this Alcatraz island thing and um it's just this rock in the middle of the ocean covered in fog and I think it's Gennaro who says Jesus it looks like Alcatraz mm. yeah yeah so a little bit of blending here from across the uh, across the franchise mm-hmm Looking forward into minute six, uh, as they disembark the ferry, they scan the area for their aunt. Aunt, aunt, I'm going to say it different ways, <laughs> sue me. Uh, she wasn't there. Instead, her assistant Zara, a young woman in her 20s, stood waiting for them, holding a tablet with uh, which read Zach and Gray Mitchell, which there's a tablet there. Uh, we cut to Gray walking towards the front of the monorail and puts his hands on the glass front of the uh, vehicle watching the jungle flash by. Uh, then he saw the huge gate with burning torches. As they passed, they were now officially inside the park. So, again, those gates being there to signify you've you've arrived at Jurassic, uh, Jurassic World and uh, not so much going out into the park. And the, uh, the monorail takes them directly to the hotel, as we see in the film. David, that's minute six of Jurassic World. Anything else, uh, anything else to add before we get heavy for the day? No, I think we're good. All right, excellent. Excellent.